Hey there, this is Ben Sanders, lead pastor of Revelation. We are so honored that you've tuned in to our podcast today. Even if you're not a part of our Revelation family here in Frisco, Texas, I want to encourage you to connect with us on social media. Just search for Revelation Frisco on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also go to revelationfrisco.church to get to know us a little bit better and even plan a visit. It is my prayer today that this message brings you one step closer to Jesus. Let's jump into the message. And so a new year means new opportunities. It means uh, we'll be seeing new faces. It means that you'll receive new knowledge. It means that something new is on its way. And so today, the, the message part of this, now that I've showed you last year and kind of given you a glimpse of, of the new year, uh, I want to bring to you the, the Word of God and, and talking about uh, how to step into something New. How to be ready to receive this something new. Because we don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. I don't want you to miss it. And so here it is. The key to stepping into something new is to focus on saying one of the two most powerful words in the world. There's two of them. Extremely powerful. And one of those words is no. We're not going to talk about that today. The other one is yes. Yes is one of the most Powerful words in the entire world. And so, you know, uh, in improv comedy, I don't know if you're, a fan, if you're a fan of comedians and improv comedy, but improv comedy means that you improv it. You just kind of ad-lib it. You make it up as you go. And you know, there's people that go to school for this. I have some friends that are professional comedians. They've gone to classes and training on how to be better comedians. And one of the things they teach you in improv is to learn to say yes. To learn to say yes. I'm, I want to illustrate this for you, the power of yes, uh, just kind of uh, with a little improv comedy. I, I need some, some help today. Uh, so let me see here. Drew, would you come up here and help me with this? You, you down with that? Kellen, you want to help me with this? All right, come on up. I love it. And Kellen's like, sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what this is all about. All right, you guys, you guys come up here. And uh, Drew, you just, can, you just stand right here so we can get you on camera. Uh, so this, this sketch will work, and, and Kellen, you can stand behind him over there, okay? And I'm going to deal with Drew first, okay, and then I'll get to you, Kellen. So uh, here's how it is. So here's what I, this is just a little exercise, okay? Just a little exercise, and I came, I came prepared today. So what we're going to do, Drew, is uh, I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to say no, okay? All right, and that's, that's how we're going to start, okay? So just, just to prove the point, make this an illustration. All right, Drew, hi, how are you doing? Good. Yeah, uh, that's good. W- would you like some candy? You see, and it just stops right there. You see how that works? All right, so we're going to do it again, okay? And this is, again, a little improv. So I'm just going to ask you, I'm going to ask you the same questions, but this time, every question that I ask you, I want you to say yes to it, okay? That's the, that's the challenge. It's only yes. That's the only answer, okay? So here we go. All right, so you ready? Yes. Perfect. All right. Hi, Drew. Uh, w- would you like some candy? Yes. Oh, great. I, I have... Here you go, right there. All right, go ahead, go ahead and try it out. Yeah, yeah. Put it in, yeah. Put it, put it in just, no, don't, don't bite. Just put it in your mouth, taste it, kind of see how you, how you think. Yeah, did you put it in your mouth? Put, put it, put it, yeah, put, yeah, put it in. It's actual candy. It's actual candy. Put it in your mouth. Yeah, okay, great. Sw- swish it around so you kind of get the flavor, the flavor of that. Yeah. You like that? Yes. Yes, okay, good, good. That's funny because my sons didn't like it at all. 
This morning I gave them that piece of candy. They put it in their mouth and they just spit it right back out. So I just kind of wrapped it back up. I said, I wonder if Drew would like it. <laughs> you want to spit it out now, don't you? Yes. Okay, go ahead. You spit it out there. Just spit it out right there. Okay, great. Thank, thank you so much. You, you can sit down now. You can sit down. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Kellen. How you doing? You want some candy? No, that's, that's the joke. All right, you can go sit down. You can go sit down. <laughs> that wasn't true, Drew, by the way. I, I was just, it was all for the sketch. It had never been in anybody's mouth. I'll give it back to you later if you, if you want it. You finish it. It actually is good. Now, well, the, the point that I wanted to make there is in this little comedy thing, and, it was, and it's funny. Okay, when he said no, no comedy happens. The story stops. You want some candy? No. It's like Nancy Reagan in the 80s. Just say no. Right? It stops everything right there. Nothing funny happens. The story can't happen. Nothing else can unfold until you say yes. And then you get to the, the fun part. Yes takes you to the fun part. Yes moves you forward. Uh, whenever you, when you say no, you'll never get grossed out enough to laugh. Okay? You never get to that awkward part of, what? What? How? Oh, no. I don't want this in my mouth. You, you, get, you, get, you get to that. Uh, you can't get there if you say no. But when the answer is yes, then there's no end to what could happen. When the answer is yes. Yes. This is actually a biblical principle. When God says, I want you to do this, the answer, the correct answer, is yes. When God says, this will happen... The appropriate response is, yes, I believe that it will. You see, yes is a receptive word. Yes is a yielding word. Yes is a word that moves us from the past to the future. That's what yes does. No, when we say no, well, that will not leave us right where we are. We think as well, if yes moves me forward, then no must keep me right where I am. But that's not how it works. You see, yes moves us forward, but no, no puts us right here. But time marches on. And God marches on. And so no doesn't keep you where you are. No will actually leave you behind. Because everything else will continue. Yes moves us forward. No leaves us behind. No Puts the, puts the brakes on and says, no, I'm not going any further, but yes, will propel us towards the future that he has prepared for us. We don't have to look any further for, in the Bible than the Christmas story itself. We read in the book of Luke, how uh, the very first chapter, how the angel appears to a girl named Mary and says, Mary, you're going to have a baby. And Mary says, how is that possible? I haven't ever known a man. I'm not even married, and I'm just engaged. And the angel says, well, uh, I have an answer for you. And look at look, verse 35 of Luke chapter 1. He says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The Holy Spirit is going to move upon you and into your womb, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And therefore, the child to be born will be called holy. In fact, be known as the Son of God. Look at Mary's response in verse 38. Mary said, Behold, I'm the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. You know what that's called? Yes. Let, let it happen. 
I'm your servant. If that's what you want, then let's do that. Let's say yes. That's what Mary said. If Mary had said no, she would have stopped the blessing of God in her life. She would have stopped the blessing of God to the whole world through her. She could have continued to be engaged to Joseph, marry Joseph, and live whatever she thought was happily ever after. But she would not have stopped the purpose of God. She would not have stopped the blessing of God to the entire world. He would have just moved on to somebody else. And she would have been left behind. She would have been left out completely. But it's not a no that she gave. It was a yes. She was not left out of something new, but she was brought right into something new. She was, a, God, she was allowing God to work something new in her. So she said yes. It's a powerful thing, the word yes. It's important to understand what you're getting into when you say the word yes to God. Because when she said yes, she was saying yes to having a baby. Now, about half of you in this room will never know what that's like because you're men, okay? Thank you, Lord, for that. Yes. She said yes to pregnancy. She said yeah, not, not, the, not, not the storybook fantasy pregnancy, you know, with the, the glow and all that kind of thing. That's a real thing. But there's also some other parts that come along with that. Morning sickness. She said yes to that. She said uh, yes to the, the swelling, yes to getting kicked in the ribs all day long, every day when you're trying, uh, and all night long when you're trying to sleep. Because when you're moving around, the baby's rocked asleep in your womb. But when you lay down, the baby wakes up and kicks and turns and flips. So she, she, uh, she, gave, she said yes to a lack of sleep. She said yes to a lot of heartburn, yes to sciatica, yes to the delivery process, which didn't have epidurals. Okay? I mean, she said yes to a lot of stuff. We don't tend to think about that at Christmas. You see, little baby Jesus laying in the manger, little swaddling clothes. He never even cried. That's baloney. He was a baby. Fully baby. 100% baby. He had diapers to be changed. He had to be fed. He went to sleep. He woke up at odd hours in the night. He cried. He, you know, he, he did all that. She had, to, she had to say yes to all of that. So let me just go ahead and tell you now, in case you don't get the wrong idea, when you say yes to God and you say yes to something new, you say yes to what he's promising, you're saying no to comfort. You can't say yes without saying no to something else. But when you say yes to God and what he's promising, you're saying no to comfort. Because you're going to have to do what we all dread. Change. Who likes change? I don't like change. I get. I don't like change unless something bad's happening. And I want to change the good. But everything's like okay. I don't want to change it. I'm like, don't rock the boat. Everything's good. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? It's like let's not. But God says I want to bring something new. And if God says I want to bring something new, it don't matter how it's going right now. It's about to change. But when we say yes to God, it means that we're saying yes to doing the work to get us where God is taking us. Because here's what's going to happen. You're going to get out into the middle of it. You're going to get out into the middle of your way on the way to what God says is coming. And you're going to be tempted in a time of trouble or a time of tiredness. And sometimes those go together. A lot of times they do go together. You're going to be tempted to quit. You're going to be tempted to change your yes to a no. 
You're going to be tempted to stop praying because it hasn't worked yet. You're going to be tempted just to stop working because it hasn't made a difference yet. You're going to be tempted to stop trying because you just keep falling short and you just don't think I'm going to be able to do it. But I want you to see how God answers this attitude uh, when you're in the middle of the trouble, when you're in the middle of the work, when you're in the middle of making the change happen, when you're in the middle of making your way towards the promise that he said is coming, when you're on your way to something new and you want to change your yes to a no, this is what God has to say. Look in Isaiah chapter 66. Isaiah chapter 66. This is actually the end of the book of Isaiah. This is how he's wrapping it up. And he says this, Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came upon her, she delivered a son. Now think about that for a second. You think, that can't be true, but it's in the Bible. How is that possible? Verse 8 says, Who has heard such a thing? Obviously God is he's being kind of facetious. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain, she delivered a son. Who has ever heard such a thing? Who has seen such a thing? Shall a land be born in one day? Shall a nation be brought forth in one moment? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she brought forth her children. And he's basically saying, look, before something new happens, there's some work that takes place. Before you get into the place of promise and peace, there's some discomfort and some, and some trouble that you're going to find yourself in. Uh, there, there's a, it's a process to deliver a baby. Uh, a nation isn't born in one moment, and a land isn't born in a single day. There's a process to get there. And then look at verse 9. He says, Shall I bring to the point of birth and not cause to bring forth? says the Lord. Shall I who caused to bring forth shut the womb, says your God. This is what he says to the trouble. This is what he says to the work. This is what he says when we get tired. This is what he says. Look, have I brought you this far to not deliver you all the way? It it doesn't work that way. You don't don't deliver a baby and then have the pain. You, you 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 don't bring a baby into the world and then there's a process of gestation. No, that's not how it works. There's, there's a process and an order to these things. And so God says, look, if I'm, if I'm taking you through these things that are uncomfortable, if I'm taking you through a season of change, if I'm giving you work to do, that's because there's something on the other side that I'm, going, that I'm bringing you to. I haven't brought you this far just to drop you by yes. the wayside. I haven't yes. caused uh, and allowed these things to happen to you for no reason at all. I'm bringing you to something incredible. I'm bringing you to something amazing. I'm bringing you to something that will be worth it all. Have I I done this just to shut the womb? No. No, 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 no. I've done this to bring forth something new in you. So we look to the new year. We look to the new year and we say, what has God got planned for us? What is is it that he's he's wanting to do for our benefit? And we we look at that and we say, yes. Yes. Whatever it is, God, yes. So here's what we're signing up for when we say yes. We're signing up for consecration. You know what consecration is? Consecration is setting yourself apart. It's, it's saying, I'm going to take the way that, I, that I've been living, and I'm going to separate myself from that, and I'm going to consecrate myself for God's holy purpose. I'm going to dedicate myself not to comfort, but to focused prayer. I'm going to refocus my prayer life. I'm going to refocus my Bible study time. I'm going to refocus with fasting. 
I'm going to refocus on serving in the kingdom of God. Here's what's going to happen. Sunday becomes the most important day of the week. And the first few hours of Sunday become the most important part of that day. Because this happens. And this is incredibly important. This is super important that, that you be in the house. I know today we have people that are out traveling, being with family. It's that time of the year. Today we have people that are, some are out sick, even. But they would be here. And, you, and, and, and you're here. And we're going to continue to do that. In fact, we're going to say, you know what, I'm going to be here more. I'm going to be here more consistent. Uh, I'm going to change my schedule to make sure that prayer time, study time, worship time, serving time, I'm going to make sure that my schedule changes so that all those things are increased. I will decrease other things in my life so that the things that really matter in the kingdom of God can be increased. If, if, I'm, having, if I'm having scheduling conflicts between church and life stuff, I'm going to schedule my life stuff so that church stuff is more important. Because I'm saying yes to something new being born in my life. I'm saying, something, I'm saying yes to something new happening in my church. I'm saying yes to something new taking place in my family and in my coworkers and in my neighbors. I'm saying yes to what God wants to do. I'm saying yes to getting out of my comfort zone where I can just keep my mouth shut. I'll hear about a tr somebody's going through a trouble, somebody's going through a trial, but I myself uh, maybe have gone through something similar and I'm just going to be, man, that's terrible. I, I hate that you're going through that. But it's going to change to, I hate that you're going through that. You know, I've been through something similar. I, I do understand. The only thing that helped me through that was actually not a what, but a who. His name is Jesus. Let me tell you, can I tell you how Jesus helped me through that part of my life? We're going to go out. We're, we're saying yes to stepping out of our comfort zone where we can just keep our mouth shut and pat somebody on the back to actually putting our hand on their shoulder and praying for them and inviting them to a church service where they can experience and encounter the God you experience every Sunday. We're saying yes to tough times because there will be no easy ground. I'm sorry, it just doesn't work that way. You will sleep well because he's with you, but yes means test. And a test means that as long as you keep saying yes, you'll pass the test. So we're saying yes. I'm saying yes. And all of that, all of that is going to bring us to the birth of something new. Something grand. Something that would make you say, you know, we went through a lot, but I wouldn't change anything. I, I, may not have I may not choose to do it again. And if I had to choose it to start with, I probably wouldn't have chosen that. But that's what happened, and that's what it took to get me here. And what I, what I received right now, and where I am right now, I wouldn't want to change that. So I couldn't change any of that either. I said yes. Let's stand in the room today. I'm going to invite you to say yes with me. Yes, personally in your life to God and what he wants to do with your prayer time and your worship time and your serving time and all the yes, yes to that. But also as a church body saying yes to what God wants to do through us. Yes, Lord, we will do that. Whatever it is you have planned, we say yes to that. We'll do the work. We'll do what it takes. 
We'll, we'll pray. We'll study. We'll, we'll speak out on your behalf. We'll, we'll reach out to people. We'll, we'll do what it takes. We'll do what you're asking us to do. We say yes. Maybe you're in the room today and you could just start by saying yes to God for the very first time. Maybe, maybe you've been saying no to God for a long time and you just need to say yes to God again after a long time. This is your chance to do that. You can, you can make him the Lord of your life. You can do that. We're going we're gonna to go into a time of worship. We're going to sing, sing a song together. We'll sing it loud enough that you can open your mouth and talk to God out loud and tell him, I want to say yes. I want to say yes to you being the Lord of my life. I want to say yes to you uh, doing whatever it is you want to do in my life. I, will, I say yes to whatever you want to walk me through, wherever you want to take me, whatever challenges want to present themselves. Yes, yes, yes. Because I believe that what you have on the other side it's worth it all. We're going to go into the new year with that word on our lips. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes. yes. Would you worship with us? Would you make that your prayer right now as we worship? And then before we leave today, let's make sure we're saved.